me? I can hear you. Okay, great. Hey, I didn't want to misconstrue hey. what you were trying to say. And now I can't get to back to the page where I can see everybody. This is ridiculous. I can't live my life like this. Wait a minute. Oh, we have y'all. <laughs> well, hello, <laughs> Facebook. It is it is that time again. It's Friday. This is the Cocktail Social. I am your host, Blue Waters, a.k.a. Miss Kitty the Cat Couture, a.k.a. Alley Cat Sassy Cat, a.k.a. Miss Pussy Galore. Yes. Coming to you live from the litter with today's Cocktail Social. And we've already gotten to it. We were having some technical difficulties. Oh, so for everyone that is paying attention and has tuned in, um, we are getting ourselves together. We are still, you know, making this thing work during this pandemic. But we are here for the shits. So, huh. before I even start, so the tease, the tease, the tease, the tease. As a matter of fact, let me get my cocktail right now because there's letting Miss Drew Hill Park have it. Oh, shoot. We got to talk about the park. <laughs> no, this lady named Rhonda, she's like a, like a, I don't even, she, she's not a, a city official. She doesn't work for the city. She's just somebody who just talks a lot and blasts people. Like she's one of, Sheila Dixon's like not supporters, but she recently posted on her page today. She posted a picture in Drew Hill Park, but it was of people's cars. And her, um, her, whatchamacallit, went, it was something like, um, she was blasting the gay and straight DL guys that get it on in Drew Hill Park, but the damage to that's everybody knows some to some degree what goes on at Drew Hill Park in the daytime, in the nighttime, in the between time. <laughs> took pictures of people's cars and posted it on, on Facebook and put that as a caption. Uh, you need to start telling your wives the truth, it's such and such, such and such. But all what she was saying was bullshit. But it was the idea for me that she posted people's cars that may have just been in Drill Park. Like, unless she saw a dick stuck in or some congalingas or whatever, she posted people. So I'm, I'm thinking now, do she have pictures of them in the act? Does she take live photos? My, but my, cars? So my thing is, is that first of all, it's a park. And not everybody is out there having sex. That's number one. Second of all, she's violated so many rights by taking people's pictures without their permission. Third of all, the fact that she's saying that the men are out there having sex as if women aren't out there having sex with men. That's another thing. And then fourth of all, what was your fucking intent? Because first, ma'am, if you were out there minding your business, how you know who's sucking dick unless you was over there sucking dick with she wrote, she wrote down the straight gay black male hookup is ridiculous in Drew Hill Park. Benjamin honest with their women. I'm not responsible for whatever you hear. Ladies, check for your man on the road. 
to the mansion and the rolls of the disc golf. Look for the pile of dirt. So she was trying to basically go and check and see if your man is a part of this line. Now, the pile of dirt. I guess it's a pile of dirt where the cars are. I don't know, but it's a it's a park, so it's piles of dirt everywhere. But that's what they're doing construction there. That just makes sense. I don't. I'm I'm just appalled that she took photos of people's cars. But see, the problem that I'm really having with this story is like she took photos. Oh, I'm and I'm showing them. She showed problem that I'm having this year. Fact that why do women think that only men go out and have sex in parks? Like it couldn't be a woman's car be out there. You're out there. What are you doing out there? <laughs> I'm just saying, like women do this stuff. Like everybody does it. Men, women. It. I'm. They. But they want to just section of section all things. Want to feel like oh. No, girl. Women out there are having sex just like men, and it's not just at Drill Hill Park. It's at almost every park in Baltimore. They having sex at that park down there at um Forest Park. She may have, they she having may have sex. her husband's car out there or her Check. boyfriend's car out there. Right. Well, then, girl, then maybe your pussy ain't right. But don't be sitting here trying to put everyone else out there because you ain't getting none or your man oh. want another. And that's that's your personal problem. But to take pictures of people's cars and then put it on full blast and and then first thing you say is uh they out there fucking in the park, that just don't make sense to me. Take your um lonely mad tail home and maybe fix yourself up and maybe people will hit on you in the park. No, she mm. did. She got a really nice uh profile, but she took a nice profile picture. <laughs> I can't stand you, Nate. Shut up. <laughs> She did. She jazzy too. Look at her. She jazzy. She nice and jazzy. Girl, goodbye. Well, I just commented um, because I wanted to know. Like, I did have to comment because I wanted to know. Like, well, um, how do you know they're out there having sex? One and then two. Um, aren't you violating somebody's rights? Because not everybody, not everybody out there is having sex, and you going around and telling people that these are straight men having sex. And my thing is, again, you're, you're, you're. First of all, you're making this accusation, and you're not. What are you? Why are you making this accusation? What is your intent? Is your is it a public health issue that you're, you're the reason you're bringing this up? What are you really trying to do here? And that's my thing. It's like, what are you really trying to do? Because the, it sounds like you have. You have another agenda like, going on. Well, one of the men on her comments was like, I recall you speaking about this last year, Rhonda, uh, but I'm still trying to figure out why you keep going back there. Like, she keeps, like, like she had already talked about this at some other time, but now she's back out there and she's taking pictures. Like, is, is she trying to catch a man? I mean, what is she doing? Is she trying to catch her man? Yeah. That's my question. I want to know. And this is another thing. This is what I had a problem with a young lady last year. If you suspect that your man is having fucking sex with another man, why is you still sucking on his dick? Right. Uh, Hold on. Let me get a drink. Hold on. Hold on. Let me sit. You said I'll wait. Because apparently you're trying to fight to keep him 
even though you know that he could be out here. Um, wow. Well. What they say? I know that's right, Harris, with the what? The hookah. <laughs> we ain't gonna oh, save us. Know. We ain't gonna save us in that hookah. <laughs> These comments, like, please, when y'all get a moment, just read through the comments. This I read through hilarious. them. I read through. And the funny thing is, is that it's so crazy about the individuals that are that are what they're commenting and saying. So now the reason why we had the Freddie, Freddie Gray riots is because the gays was fucking in the bar. The LG that's Wait, what? Saying, the reason was, why the reason why the Freddie Gray riots occurred is because the gays were having sex in the park. Really? We we part, put two and two together and got jello. That's the, that's <laughs> yeah, that's the part of the Sodom and Gomorrah play. Woman. Yeah. Uh, oh, Ernest, I don't know who you I don't know who's had anal sex that you've been dealing with. But if their penis is smelling like shit, then you have other concerns. I just want you to know. Um, <laughs> I hope that anyone going to the park ready to. I want to know why my microphone is muted. But clean themselves out before they go. That's just nasty. But that's off topic. <laughs> that's nasty. Clean your. Well, my thing is, is that, you know, that there are, first of all, like I said, when I walked through the park, what I saw were not gay couples having sex. Not saying that they didn't, but what I saw was male and females getting it on. So <laughs> I don't know what part of the park she was in, but the part of the park I was in. Well, she said what part she was in. She was over there by the the golf disc and by the... um. She said by the golf disc and something else. Is she by the mansion? By the um, I guess by the zoo. Yeah. First of all, it's not even a real. If you if it's what are you doing back up in that part? Because I want first, I believe that part is leading to the zoo. So it's not now now again. So so all these questions are answered in the comments. She tells the man she walks. She said I walk the trails. Uh, At night. She said, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, she says, it is like an enchanted forest, but then when I continue on the Jones Falls Trail, I come across these men that want to be pleased by men. How does she know that? Has she had a conversation to ask them? What the hell did I go into? You look pretty. The guy told her to try a different outfit. Maybe she'll get get a, uh, a look or two. It's, it's just weird. Like, I'm done. I'm done. I'm not reading. That's a whole mess. That was the team. So for everyone that is coming in, this is the cocktail social. And we've already started. I, I had my cocktail. And we've already started off with the dish. The kibbles and bits, and it the was about, It was about Drew Hill Park and the men that are having sex with men in the park, as supposedly. Supposedly, not saying. I mean, you know, y'all know better than that. Don't don't lie. Now. <laughs> oh. Truth. The truth is the truth. <laughs> the truth. We know they out there having sex, but for her to point out, who the gives a fuck? That these people out there having sex is what's the problem because you don't know 
what those people are out there doing. They could be out there lounging. I've never seen people just put out a blanket and lounge under the tree, just get some shade and relax with a book. So for her just to just assume that these people are, are so what? It's none of your business. It could be a married couple. Let these people live their lives, baby. Maybe you, maybe you should invest in doing it and enjoy it yourself. Right. You know, I just don't get it. Let nobody is squirting on you nobody is jumping on you like quit I don't get it as long as you're doing it with protection and if you're doing it wrong that's your business he was talking about a, he was talking about your mask oh <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> thank you myself I wasn't I was talking about being Corona friendly. Corona safe. <laughs> People stopped being safe, having sex safe years ago. <laughs> I don't know how they're going to stay Rona sex for doing oral, so that's already out the door. Yeah, well. well look, look, I mean, doing oral, at least that part is underneath your jeans or your material or whatnot. So it kind of already got a mask on and whatnot, especially if you got your underwear on good. Uh-huh. <laughs> so you, know, you might work out. It might work out. But you know, a, you know, viruses evolve. So if you have an oral sex with corona throat, it may turn into yeah, an STD. Yeah, it might jump down so your you urethra. Get corona dick. Yeah. Corona. Corona, corona dick. You yeah, might get a COVID. COVID ain't good. That's not good. That's, that's you know, COVID penis. You got no COVID penis in vagina. <laughs> COVID vagina. That's a whole mouth, y'all. Cojana. You got some of that cojana. That's sound. First of all, that sound contagious and it sounds like you don't want it. <laughs> you, if you have a cojana, it sounds itchy. It sounds itchy. It sounds very not good. It sounds contagious. It definitely sounds contagious. It did. It sounds like your vagina cough. It cough out a loogie. That would, when your Jana spit, you know that it is just that's not good. That sounds like the head of the trustee board. Sister Kojana Taylor. Kojana. Kojana. Sister Sister Kojana gonna lead us in a in a in a a, a, a song of love. Not on my mic. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Not on any of them. You know what I'm <laughs> She ain't singing their song on a mic over here. Not with a name like Kojana. No That's not good. <sighs> At all. Hey, well, thank you. I thank you, Nate, for that tender vittle. Um, I'm going to actually go and do my own investigation of a park um, later on tonight around by... I'm a, <laughs> Around about ten ish, eleven ish. I'ma just go out there with my my, my camera and don't my, do it. Don't do my it. Don't flashlight. Do it. And I'ma just go knock on car windows and just hey, what you get that dick out your mouth. Get out your mouth. <laughs> you gotta talk to your teeth and girl. Get your dick out your mouth. Something's wrong with y'all. You said don't get shot, cable. Gotta stay home. <laughs> 
That's not good. You're not gonna do it. They blow your. You trying? Oh, cause you don't want no Kojana. You gonna mess up somebody else's chance. <laughs> You knock on that door, they pull your ass through that window. Oh. <laughs> and then they gonna get some boo <laughs> Well, <laughs> in my case, it went blue china. Blue china. Some of my that's blue like, That's not like a condition. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a terminal ailment. <laughs> blue china. Real it's chronic. chronic. Blue it's chronic. chronic. Blue chronic. Blue chronic. <laughs> Moving. Well, my socialites, we have a full house today. And so, is there anything new that's been going on with anyone? Or has everyone, is, is everyone coroned out? Has everyone gotten to the point where we have cabin fever and we're just saying fuck it all? What's going on in your world, socialites? Anything new? No. Same shit, different day. I mean, you know, like you just said, the cabin fever, I ain't gonna lie. I have been um, stressing out lately and some depression also as well. So I'm not afraid to admit that. And because of that, I have lost a stream amount of weight. Um, I went from 237 and I'm now 209. And I didn't do well, that. Shit, maybe I need to get depressed. <laughs> too soon. Too well, soon. <laughs> <laughs> you got the shits over there or something what's going on but it's really serious because i haven't even realized it was happening i haven't been eating like that at all and i've realized it and now i'm trying to pick myself back nah, up that's only because it's been hot as hell outside yeah. so right. my food in the heat besides that yeah it's been you drink water? hold on hold on hold on it maybe your stomach is starting to let you know that you know maybe your cooking ain't on you know might be your cooking. Oh, <laughs> oh, I see the shady clouds are coming. <laughs> your stomach, your stomach might be like shit. Fuck this. <laughs> shit. I'm shutting down. We're protesting. <laughs> uh, whatever. Black lives matter. Black lives matter. <laughs> no, I'm. So in all in all seriousness, I do want everyone that is paying attention to just check and be mindful of where you are emotionally, mentally during this pandemic. It has weighed in on everyone because it is a drastic change to our norm. Um, we used to getting up, going, doing things, interacting with one another. Humans are social beings. So if you are depressed during this time, Find a therapist, find someone that you can talk to um, so that you can actually address your mental and emotional health during this time. Actually, there has been an increase in suicidal ideations and attempts during this time frame because people have been affected in various ways, financially, in relationships, um, loss. Loss, people mm -hmm. losing people on a regular basis. Um, people are interact. First of all, school. Let me tell you, for a lot of people, for a lot of children, school and work was an escape. It was, yeah. you know, I, I get out of, I get, I don't have to be with you twenty four hours. Well, now you are subjected to being around um, that abusive person, whether it's a parent, whether it's a child, whether it's whoever, but you are subjected to being in this place with these individuals 24 seven yeah. every day. 
And so that could be very stressful. So if you are experiencing any type of mental health issues, emotional, um, social, whatever it is, grief, yeah. any type of thing, seek some help, seek some help. Um, we cut up here at the Cocktail Social every Friday, but this is something that I do take seriously. I think that if you are experiencing it, before you go and take it out on yourself, seek out some support. And, support. And, 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 and don't kill yourself, kill them. And no. saying <laughs> that, Blue, and saying that, I, I, I do want to <laughs> know that I did actually do that finally. So I, I, I do have an appointment to, to talk to a therapist. A band. So I, I decided I didn't no longer want to go through it. And I just finally took the steps when I started to recognize that I had a problem, especially when I started like, just going off on people just out of a drop and I'm busting out crying at therapy just because of all the racism going on and just being broadcast on social media. It, it, it's been a That's lot. That's a lot. It is a lot. Not, I can you have to it. unplug from, so I know I do. I unplug from social media. Yeah. I yeah. And I, I go in and I check my messages and, and I might check a couple friends stuff, but for the most part, I kind of stepped away from social media a little bit for, for now. Yeah, and I, I get it. I just, as a mother of a black son, it is stressful for me now. So I can't imagine being a black man and then on top of, you know what I mean, in today's society. Um, and just for the church going folk out there, yes, Jesus will fix it. But he also sent people to help us. So there is no shame. You want to see a therapist does not mean that you do not trust God. Amen. Under, understand that. Amen. And um, also, there is an increase in substance abuse. So be mindful of that. People are using that as a means of coping. And apparently, apparently Blue, there's an extreme addiction now because of it to porn. So that's why our boy who talked too much on Twitter is telling everyone now we need to um, get rid of Pornhub. And you know who I'm talking about. (laughs) Terry Crews. Get rid of Wait, what? Mind so what? If I want to watch some old nasty ass shit, that's my business. Right. I know my rights. If that's I want right. to rub, if I want to rub blisters on my fingers, then let that be me. Okay. <laughs> it's none of your beeswax. Right. I, and and I, so my thing is, if he, and this is what I have to say about all of it, because this is just this is why I have a problem with people. This is why I started the cocktail social so that we can have these types of dialogues. Because I feel like everyone wants everyone to live according to their standards. And yeah. you live according to yourself. If you don't want to watch porn because that's the thing for you, then don't watch porn. Exactly. Right. Don't violate my right and my freedom to do what the fuck I want to do because right. you have a problem with it. Now, as long as it's not hurting someone else. So my thing is that, that mm-hmm. when it, if it's not harming someone else, then I feel like Right. Shit say shit about. As long as you ain't sitting there watching the shit in front of the kids, I think you know pretty much you should be good. Now, my thing with him, my but thing with Terry Crews is, is that for every time when he comes, when he's acting, it's no problem for him to be sauntering up and twerking and and gyrating right, and everything and, and with his shirt off. Yes, but right, kind of like he's judging him. these actors for what they're doing, and the reality is that uh, outside of the amateur porn. Those are paid actors. Right. They're just a different organization. 
They have yeah. families. They have children. <laughs> they when they after they say, oh, uh, you know, cut. They go. They get their money. They go home. They collect their check. They go home. So if for me, you're you're knocking someone that does the same thing. Did you? The only thing that's different is you're not confident enough to take your clothes off. All the way off. All of that. I don't think it's you. He had a porn addiction. Yeah. Oh. He who he did? And so he's trying to put his addiction on everybody oh, else. Oh, well, shit. That's oh, like how preachers If you yeah. can't fucking resist watching porn, that's on you. Not right. And put a filter on your computer. He got to have parental, parental uh, restraints on his goddamn computer. <laughs> I guess he was so addicted that it was... Uh, and it caused issues in his marriage where he uh I guess couldn't wasn't sexually attracted or maybe he was spit, maybe it overdid it. I don't know. But uh it was all type of shit he was talking about. Uh good luck to him. But, yeah, I'm about to say I could do this for nigga all they do is go shake pecs. Go shake the pecs. Right. <laughs> he got shit to say. Every time he say dumb shit about racism, say dumb shit about spirituality, nigga just dumb. I figure ignore his ass name. Yeah. I got an uncle like that. I don't pay his fucking ass. No man. Oh boy. Oh boy. That's how you gotta say it. Well, and then going to talk. Like, did somebody say something? Yeah. Sound like some dumb ass shit to me. That's Terry Crews. Sound like some dumb ass shit to me. <laughs> Both of the individuals. I do agree. I do agree. Unfortunately, um, these are the individuals that we put in positions to talk. And it's like, okay, do what you are paid to do, and that's to entertain. I say ain't nobody pay him to talk. I mean, not about all issues. Like, I mean. Like who? Well, I'm gonna leave it alone because I could go on all day about about the stupidity. But yeah, I'm gonna leave it alone. Are that one of the questions about actors and musicians talking and shit? That was one of the questions. Yeah, that was one of the questions. Is um, why do we put these actors and actresses, black ones, in these positions where we look at them as leaders when they start saying stuff like they're like leaders, like Malcolm X and Luther? Because I saw that, and I asked that because I saw that video about with Morgan Freeman, Lil Wayne, and all these other actors, and they were giving their input on Black Lives Matter. And, and Lil Wayne affected by it. And I'm like, wow. I ain't never look. <laughs> Was Morgan they- Freeman narrating something for, for Lil Wayne? That's an odd ass conversation. <laughs> That's a strange combo. <laughs> People no, say Morgan Freeman and Lil Wayne together. I'm confused. And no one knows it's a video. And- <laughs> Age is a video where it's someone recorded separate interviews and put them all in one video. Right. Ah, and, okay. And gotcha. they're bad about, they talking about how they feel Black Lives Matter. They're just really talking bad about Black Lives Matter. And oh, wow. A pen and, spin, and spins on it. And I'm just like, people were really blown by these people saying that. But I'm like, why are we putting them on these pedestals where they're leaders? They're only actors. 
And after they finish acting, they go back home being the person they really are. They just imitating someone else to get money. So why are we putting them in these positions that they don't belong in? I don't really care what Morgan Freeman has to say, baby. Just act on TV, entertain, and go the fuck home and yeah, shut up. Didn't he uh, oh, uh, marry a step granddaughter or some crazy shit? Oh, but I feel like you know what we're seeing with black people in in these positions historically was because they had a platform that we didn't have. So uh-huh. now it's changed a little bit because we all have this platform where we can all kind of get information out. The fucked up thing is, is that they are still talking. And, you know, a, a lot of what we're seeing with like the Morgan Freeman's, Lil Wayne's, Talib Kweli, who recently is getting called out for attacking this black woman daily um, on Twitter, is that, uh, and I want to use this very cautiously, but there's some issues with how black men are socializing with people other than black men or straight black men socializing with anyone other than straight black men. Um, a lot of them have been coming against Black Lives Matter, and I tend to think it's because it was started by black women. Oh, and wow. I think that that has, that has caused something a little bit of a thing because these women started an organization and they have had success with the organization. And there are some black men who are preaching a narrative that just does not want to support that. And, oh, wow. uh, and it's a real shit that, you know, it, it has been going on for a while. And I don't think anybody just wants to say it. Like your issue more like more than likely is that it was black women that started. This shit. And um, but, but also- a part of their, a part of the, and uh, to piggyback off of what you're saying, Mr. Gilmore, is, is that a lot of those individuals, especially black men, um, and and some women, because I saw a narrative by a woman who was calling out Black Lives Matter because of that fact, and that they were pro-gay. And mm-hmm. so they're, in their, um, I want to say their mission statement, they were basically saying that, you know, um, that we're all about supporting all Black lives. So that's including the LGBTQ community. And their right. concern was that the leadership of, of Black Lives Matter were women. Now, they, I don't know if the sexuality of it, but that was called into question because uh, the You know, now they're being paid by George Soros to, to, to protest and all this. Like, now the conspiracy is going to come against these women because they do include all Black lives. Exactly. I mean, as so, it's I mean <laughs> but it's an issue. When women get killed by police officers, we do not get out and march and do all the shit that we do when a man gets killed. When a trans person is killed, we do not do all of this. When a gay person is killed, we don't do this shit. When a child is killed, a black male or female child is killed, we don't do this shit. But we find a way to galvanize for when black men are killed. I am a black man. I want y'all to fight and burn shit down when I die. But I want you to know if anybody else is black and die too. Absolutely. And I and so the, for the female, she was saying that, and the stuff that she was, it just popped, it, it, it it all boiled down to a crock of shit. And it all looked this stuff. It all, it all looked like, you know, you were just hating on the fact that the, this group of women are calling black people on some of the shit that we did. Because the reality yeah. is, like you said, Mr. Gilmore, that they were saying, well, they don't support black men. And I'm saying, how is it that you can say that Black Lives Matter don't, black lives matter don't support black men when that's 
with lump. That's what they that's were. That's why they were, right. That's, right. that's what started them. So that when that's I heard, when I read that, when I read that, I was like, well, what the hell? What, what are you, where are you pulling this information from? And so then when I read, I went to the Black Lives Matter website and I read their website extensively. Uh -huh. And I saw the language, and it wasn't saying we're not, we don't want to support, we don't. But a lot of times, what happens is, is a lot of black people, especially in these um, activist groups, they want to be elitist. We oh, want Lord. you to tell you, we want to say support this group of individuals, but not that group. They want to exclude individuals. We don't want these type of people to be represented. We don't want these type of people to be um, a march for. We don't want this. And when you don't do that, then they start calling. They start having shit to say about what you're doing. One of my biggest fears with is the lack of vetting of information. Mm. Um, there are so many groups out there that believe in conspiracies and not facts. Mm. Ones that will preach to the death about the Willie Lynch letter, which is not real, which definitely tells real shit, but it is not real. But they do not believe in COINTELPRO, which was a very real organization. Incredibly real. And actively assassinated, killed, blew up, ripped apart, did all that shit. You know, I went to a meeting. Um, I'm not going to say the organization. But I went to a meeting once, and I posted about it on Facebook, and I was really concerned. Like, is this really how we're organizing? Because these are young black people. And I was really, you know, at the time, shit, I wasn't, I was in my late 20s. So I was like, fuck yeah, I want to up with people. But when I got there, and they started talking about uh, who we have to go after is single mothers and the gays. Single mothers are ruining black families and the gays are ruining. And then they start talking about herds and somehow black people start saying like goddamn cows on the on the damn Serengeti. I don't know. It was like we got to get our population up and we got to herd out these people. And I stood up and I just said, this is some bullshit. I can't sit here for this. But the thing about it is, I mean, but, but, okay, you got to look at what, what has caused um, single motherhood. You know what I'm saying? Right. That there are single mothers in every culture. That's and that's true too. That's Who gives a shit. If you have an issue with a single mother, go talk to the fucking father. Why is he got that why part. is he gone? And if not the only that, mother drag them off, who gives a fuck? You need to be there for your child. I don't give a fuck about that other bullshit. Be there for your kid. I mean, but but systematically, I mean, if that's look a single at, mother, then a single father should be there too. If the father ain't shit, that don't mean the mother not shit. I don't give a fuck if they couldn't work it out. Work it out between you and that child. Right. If y'all couldn't fucking make it, I don't know. I just don't give a shit about that bullshit. Yeah, I keep hearing that story, that same narrative used over and over again by this people. It's fucking excuses. <laughs> it's excuses for trying to gang up on somebody, and I ain't with it. And a lot of these organizations, that's what they do. They try to bully you and intimidate you into the behaviors that they want for you to do, for, to display. And I'm like, um, when I heard, the funny thing is, this was not from white people. Mm -mm. This, when I, what I read was from a black woman. And I'm thinking to myself, instead of you trying to have a conversation talking about what you are having, what your issues are with this, in this group, 
you decide to comb through their website and to try to extract information and distort that information to paint this picture to align with your views. And that's what has happened historically with black people. We fuck each other over. Mm -hmm. uh, we I mean, and not only that, it's almost like it's almost like if you black, like you can't have a difference of opinion from anybody else within the group because now you ain't you either not black enough or you acting white or you know it's it's like if you have any other opinion that's not what you know what they want to want you to stick to it's like you get condemned for that like prime example and i'm not taking up on charlie cruz if charlie cruz ain't never been you know i don't know what his what his background is but he might not have the same background as somebody another black man so they had, their struggles are different. You know, they, I mean, some struggles are the same, but you know, their, their upbringing is, is different. So he might have different views than you yeah, have, but, but it doesn't make, that's his opinion. What he says is not fact. So you, you know, I think a lot of people think that when somebody says something that it's fact, like, oh, this, oh, he's attacking, like, and it's like, okay, that's that person's opinion. As asinine as it may be. That's still their opinion, but that doesn't speak to every black man that that's out there walking. That's his story. That's why they call it history. That's his but story. I think the issue is because he does have the platform, and they can take his words and then use it as a conversation for all black people. Now, I'm right. not saying that he isn't entitled to his opinion. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Um, but I'm also entitled to say that shit is wrong. Yeah, and, and I'm also and, entitled and to say that, that shit is divisive and that it's toxic and it's dangerous. And yeah, yeah. It, 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 you it. have an opinion, you need to understand that it can be dangerous and it can be loaded and it can be weaponized. And, and I think those are issues. And I, I don't know. I mean, and everything, anything you get, anything you say in media can be edited. You're Not only well, but what well, my problem with Terry Crews is, it's it's the fact that what he said is a form of ignorance. It's, he can have his own opinion, but it's a form of ignorance. Black Lives Matter. It was a group put together because cops was killing black people, and what he's trying to do is also intertwine that with black on black crime, and you can't do that. That's two different. No, it's, that's a different situation, and and it, and it doesn't it's make not. black on black crime right. But it's just a, you know different situation. All like we're saying, Black Lives Matter, but blacks killing blacks this day, and and he he's all lives matter, and I'm like you're destroying, you're dismantling what Black Lives Matter stands for. Right. It stands for police killing black men, and we want equality also in the world. It's not about that's a whole separate issue. Yeah. It's not about the LGBTQ community. Yes, that we are part of Black Lives Matter, and that's tragic. But it's not about fixing it. It's about stopping police brutality right. and, and right. for all, all mankind on here. It's dealing right. with those separate issues. So when you get a star that's coming on TV and in interviews with CNN, Don Lemon, and he's sitting here saying this stuff, yes, people are listening and people are going to side with you because you're this black artist, which goes to my question. Why do we put idiots like that in these places of leadership where they don't belong? You barely connect. But who, Ooh, but who, we, but who put him there? Who put him say, in a position of leadership? I don't. I don't. Because it's like because you gotta look at it. Is it that? I mean, 
is it that black people put him in a position of leadership yeah. or is it or is it other people that because of where he is in his you know as far as money wise and and all of that that they put him in a leadership role that's why I, I don't think so i disagree because i feel like i don't feel like he is a person whose opinion fucking matters even considered right <laughs> if he i think give a fuck what Terry Crews say or what his opinion is that's because we don't speak for all black men. Because just like I said, your struggle is different than his. The problem with that, Mazel, is we say that, but when you go on Twitter, that's a whole nother ball game. Because this man has millions of people commenting on the page, and where there's a lot of people that agree with him that are black and white, and there's a lot of people that disagree. If you don't listen, this man has a voice, and people are listening and following. And that's what I mean by leadership. People but the are same following. way they listen to his ass. They can listen to somebody else that, that that you know what I'm saying. So like I said, that's that's his opinion. Those people that's following him and agreeing with him, they probably just as sleep as his motherfucking ass. Yeah, you know what I'm that, saying. Yeah. So so you got to look at who who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, the like, source. That's why I said. That's why I said what I said. Who put him? Who says that he's in a position of leadership? I, he was chosen by them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's their idea of what a black man is. But they can't tell you as a black person what, what you know what I'm saying, who you're supposed to look up to and who you're not. It, and I it, think that's like, part of the problem. Like, you, we, we, other people tell us who our fucking leader should be. I don't, I, I don't know. I feel like that's another conversation. I think yeah. literally, like, with this shit, it's the fact that because of his voice and their then those days that we were talking about, those political whatever that seek to continue mm-hmm. to uh, legislatively oppress us, they use those words as sound bites. I'll agree. That uh, used as agreements. I don't think it's the fact that we say that this is a leader or that they've said that he's a leader. It's the fact that because he is known, they use his words to then work it into legislation. And that's what my issue is. I, I get it. But then I, I don't the people really, that I, I ain't really going because right now black leadership is basically whoever is the loudest. In it has nothing to do with anybody that actually wants to do the fucking work because I think rightfully so they are fucking scared that they'll be assassinated and they will. But I really think that this is it's beyond him being a leader. It's more of them using his words as a soundbite or saying. When it comes to legislation, they say, "Well, Terry Crews, who is a black yeah, man, they would, they would cite him." Okay. Yeah, and I get that. And when and so now you only had him say this is okay. They have yet to look but, at anyone else in the room. Now, and where's the other they, black men? Look at us. They look at us as a monolith, as it is. That's how you. That's how racism works. White people are looked at as being singular people. Black people are looked at as a clump, as a group, and that's it. Well, then where's the where's the people that are going to speak out against that? I mean, it's like it's so many issues that, like I said, well, you got to find think, your tribe. But I think you find in, your tribe in cable asking, but I think in cable asking that question, it says the fact that people are speaking up against it, and there are people who are railing against it daily because it, you know, right now we're in a space where opinions matter because opinions are forcing legislation. Yeah, but at the same time, according to what the opinion is and what the opinion is about, you also have to, you're also faced with cancel culture. Like, I'm looking at the thing that happened with, um, what's the guy's name, Nick Cannon? Nick Cannon, yeah. That, I don't, 
one thing that I will say about it, because I'm not going to form an opinion either way, but one thing that I will say about it, as I've read and listened to whatever, is that at the end of it all, he ended up speaking with a Jewish rabbi to get more information after his conversation with Professor Griff. And he's saying that, I don't know if that's what truly changed his opinion, but I appreciate the fact that he sought out more information to support what he thought was right. And I'm guessing that he found something different. So I just feel like, you know, in in all that getting good understanding and when you go to voice that, unfortunately, now we're faced with, with uh, cancel culture. So how do we handle that in railing against the machine? I feel like if you find your tribe of like minds and you work with the people that you are around on your daily basis, you know, your everyday basis, then eventually, you know, you'll be organized to the point within your within the people who have like minds to be able to talk to each other and say, okay, you know, these are some of the some of the issues that we have. You know, like it's all of it's like I said, everybody didn't have every all of us are black. But all of us didn't have the same upbringing. Right. Like for me, I might be considered, you know, have have been privileged because I had both my parents in the household. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I don't I don't know what it feels like to have a fucking lights out. I don't know what it feels like to not have a fucking that's phone. The, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? So it's like I so. Don't, it's, I don't want anyone to think that's the black experience. Huh? And also, the black experience is is also being, I will. I will say, I, I mean, I but I'm just saying that, that's the that's what that's what they you know that's some of the stereotypes that they use. And if I could interject, I um, I think that the issue is is that when I say elitist, that's that group clumping, yeah. and because we don't actually communicate with differences, and we talk to respond a lot of times in our in in society, I think a lot of people. Um, when they're having conversations, they listen to respond. They don't listen to understand. Right. And right. I think that that's the biggest issue is that a lot of these differences could be addressed if you were actually having a conversation open to understanding what other people's experiences are. But that's the issue. You don't, a lot of these activists, a lot of these politicians, a lot of these community leaders only get on a platform so that they can speak and tell their version of this, their truth. Right. And they're not open to hearing nothing else. And so, and because that's the case, that's why we have so much divisiveness going on. I believe that if you really want to see some change, you have to come to the table with an understanding that not everyone's going to, not everyone experienced the world the way that you experienced. Exactly. You have to be open to understanding and and accepting their realities. Yeah. Doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you have to uh, go along with them, but you still have to be open and willing to hear what they have to say. Right. So I'm I, willing to hear what you have to gonna, say, but I want to also know what's your intent. My major thing is what is your intent? What are you trying to really do? Because a lot of people use these platforms for their own personal gain and they don't really give a fuck about any of the stuff. Right. They're just using it so that for publicity, they're using it so that they can get a, a like. They're using it, but when it comes down to the real work, when it comes down to the communities that really matter. 
I'm gonna look out the door at Greenmount Avenue and I'm gonna see if Terry Crews or uh, any of these individuals right. watching up and down Greenmount <laughs> Avenue because I don't see man, man, that one of them. Now they can free 500, um, 500 um, criminals from this jail and that, but until they erect the school, until they uh, um, 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 help uh, um, fix these houses up or mm -hmm. talk to some politicians or jam down and put some parks or something up there. their communities in their cities i really have nothing that they don't do shit for me well i mean as some i mean and you have to kind of do like with community you know you have to do for yourself that's what makes it all work when you have your communities like you okay in your community you know you take care of what you have I can take, you know, I take care of what I got over here. You take, you know, I don't know. It, it's I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a share a blue, a blue story. When I first moved into my neighborhood on the east side of Baltimore, where I'm currently located, this was a rat shack of a neighborhood. This was fucked up. Um, they were out prostituting. They were out selling drugs. They were out doing all sorts of stuff in my neighborhood. The rats was walking you into the house. Carrying your bags for you, offering to smoke lunch with you. Um, that's the neighborhood. When I moved in here, they had condoms on the on. When I moved into my neighborhood, they had condoms on the ground out front your house. And what I did was something that I my, I saw my grandmother did. My grandmother every Saturday would wake up in the morning on Saturday, and she would sweep the gutters. And that's all I did. When I started sweeping my, the gutters, that made other neighbors come out to see what the hell are you doing? And it wasn't that I didn't ask them to help. I didn't ask them, but during that process, I was able to learn who lived in my neighborhood. Mm -hmm. I was, and then eventually what happened was when I came out on Saturdays, they started to come out. They started to, okay, I, I, see, you I see you cleaning up your front. I'm gonna clean up my front. Now the teenagers, the kids that were selling drugs, they still was doing their thing, but the difference was they wasn't throwing condoms on my, on my front right. because I put a trash can out there. Right. And that taught them, okay, you know what? That is a trash can right here. You have to sometimes you gotta lead by example. Exactly. You don't have to go, you don't have to go out there, you don't have to beat people over the head with your information. You just have to do it your damn self. And people will pick up if they feel that that's how they can do it. They'll do. They'll join in with you. But you have to give them options. You can't say, "Oh, you have to do this." Give them options for what they can do to help the movement. Exactly. Not everybody is going to be a speaker. Not everybody is a marcher. And not everybody is a singer. Use them how they can be used. But you have to give them options, and that's the thing. In these movements, people aren't given options to do anything outside of what they have designed. Oh, you have to march, or you have to protest. Right. No, you don't have to do any of that I'm shit saying, to I, impact I'm, anything. I'm not going to, I, I can't say I'm going to go out there and march, but I can do some other shit. You know what I'm saying? You, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to just be honest. Because if something break out, I mean, that's what we were talking about, what, last week? If something break out, how fast can you run? Mm. Can you get away? Yes. If somebody if somebody ran you down, you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta think of all this stuff. <laughs> like, but that's things that you I mean, even with that, you know what I'm saying? Black people and their health. When do we you know we got we um, um that's how we can 
you can do Isn't something with that. Stress, mental health in the black community, substance abuse in the black community, cancer in the black community, hypertension in the black community. Mm -hmm. There are so many things that we can do, we can address within our community. It's not just about the killing, it's about how we are taking care of ourselves on so many levels. And if you wanna address the black community, talk about those those things that are affecting us. Yeah, the police have been kicking our ass and fucking us up, but that's not something that's new. They were doing that when they started night riding the KKK and snatching people out of their houses and lynching them on trees down the south. That's not something that's new. Police and black people isn't a new thing. No, it's not. And so the thing about it is, is that we should have been addressed these things, but we're too busy picking fights with amongst with each, each other. other. We're each other. Distracted. Yeah. Exactly. And that's how we get checked up. But I mean, now, well, yeah, this, this rabbit hole right here is deep. <laughs> you know well, what I'm saying? Like we, well, I'm on my fourth cup of um, cocktail. And, and I'll so that. I'm ready to talk. Oh, I'm, I'm for the shits today. Like, whoever comes, wherever, I'm ready. Who got something they want to talk about? Who got something? I'm ready for everybody. I'm for the shits. <laughs> I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the Gemini trait in me. That's the argue. That's the person that likes to argue. I forgive that side. Sorting shit. <laughs> A mess. Forgive that Gemini trait. <laughs> look, ain't anyone I'm saying not me, but it was just look, like because they like, yeah, you right, you right, you right. We do, we do. We do like over that <laughs> It's passion. It's not argumentative. Oh, is that what it is? I, I, now I feel you. I feel you on that because I it's, say that shit all the time. Like people think I'm angry, but I'm not angry. I'm just, a, you know, I'm just animated or passionate about what I say. Oh yeah. <laughs> so when you thought so on on my on my legal documents, I'm gonna say that I didn't assault you. I passionately tapped you. <laughs> <laughs> then I fucked you up. And I passionately was tapping you with my fist. Repeatedly. With my bold hand. (laughs) With my bold hand, I passionately touched you. (laughs) Your close hand, huh? Moving right along. Because that was that we've been talking. We y'all you been talking about that the whole damn show. We probably got three minutes left. We three minutes. <laughs> Be mad as shit. <laughs> y'all been talking this whole damn time. We ain't get to none of the other stuff. All right. So, um, what the question that I am looking at right now is from Cable. Um. And I don't know because we kind of touched on that. That was the West Nick Cannon wrong for his comments and oh, yeah. didn't deserve to be fired. I don't think yep. he deserved to be fired. I don't. No. Hey, Adrian. How many, how many times? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand how he did not own the rights. Yeah, that's the, the name. That, that allowed coming on like the pilot for it, I believe, was like late 2004. 
and it officially yeah. started in 2005. Mm -hmm. And it was years later that the rights to the show was either repurchased or purchased. And he never thought to own the name of it. Now yeah. you can get fired. Oh. You your, your network, but that's still my show. That is coming with me. But they bought the rights to the name. Oh. So he was in order for him. So in so they. So he just start over. He just can't use the name. Nope. Right. Unless he buy it, and that's he. Like, oh. Fucked up. But that I mean, but that that's business. Yep. But can't the funny thing is, is that. He could, I mean, that's nothing. He could always call it Wilding. He only right. say Wilding Yeah, Rebranding, rebranding costs so much. And they can continue doing Wilding Out. And they probably will continue to do it because it's cost them very little, but they've made so much All money. they got to do but, is something. But wait a minute, but see, the, the people that come on the people, Can he take the people that was on there with him? None of them, but see, and I think it's something with him. He doesn't do a lot of contracts. So all the people on there, none of them were contracted with him. None of them were managed by him or contracted. So they could stay if they want to, or they could leave, or they don't ever have to deal with him again. Oh, but wow. none of them are under contract. Uh-huh. He was the only one that had a contract with Viacom. None of them had a contract with him. Like, he wasn't managing any of them. Mm. But it was his whole concept. So this is what I think, and this is how I feel about this, and this is, I get that you have to be conscious of what you have, what you say about people um, on, in certain platforms. You have to be mindful of what you say, especially if you're dealing with an a group of individuals that are sensitive about the subject matter. Um, but also, I think that there is, I think people are, they have a right to their opinion. It's just that who they choose to express their opinion to. Now, he was on his platform with um, this individual having this interview that's gonna be seen by so many individuals. He should have been a little bit more mindful of what it was that he was saying. Um, because, not, and I respect his offense, but are, are Jewish people that mindful of the things that they do to black people. I don't think so. I know they not. Thank you. Thank you. There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a term for it. Anti-Semitic. There's a term for when someone disrespects a Jewish person. But it's not it's not just Jewish people. And that was one of the things that they talked about on the podcast is that Semitic means people coming from a sub-Saharan Africa area. And so us being who we are as a people, we fall under the category of a Semitic people. So mm -hmm. how can you be anti-Semitic if you are Semitic? And that was one I, of the points that he made. Thank you so much, um, 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 Aunt Kay. Because also, what it looks like is, is that you're bullying people into not doing the um, um, into thinking or not saying well, nothing. What happened to freedom of speech? Like, it's like what happened to freedom of speech? So now you're saying, yeah, you got freedom of speech, but now every time you speak, I'm a puncher in your mouth. So oh, they, they they canceled Louis Farrakhan from That's Facebook, but yet Trump can still yeah. Twitter and type. What they banned this man from social media. Thank you. Thank you. But this this whole thing with Nick Cannon, it's just reminiscent of Arsenio Hall when he had Louis Farrakhan on. Yeah, exactly. that was the last show Arsenio Hall did. Yeah, and to me, 
Professor Griff has been a black sheep for a long time. And he was, he even touched on that, how they basically canceled him back before cancel culture was popular because they branded him an anti-Semite. And he said he didn't make any anti-Semitic um, remarks. It came out of a private meeting um, that he had with some folks. And because he called names and, you know, talked about some things that happened with those names in the room, then it became a problem. And now Nick Cannon has this gentleman on his show and they're having a discussion. It's not like they bashing the Jewish people. It's not like they were bashing the Jewish culture. Professor Griff would make a statement. Nick would say, let's dig into that. Nick would ask questions. Professor Griff would say something else. Nick would agree or ask more questions. It was honestly an open conversation, a dialogue, a seeking of information and a sharing of views. And I feel like they the whole thing has been turned into something other. As 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 that's this what is why media I does. appreciate you <laughs> so much. That's what Gang. media does. This is why I appreciate you so much. I really appreciate you. Thank you so much for that information. It was definitely needed. If you're oh, tuning in, this is the cocktail social wear on Be Exposed Radio at the moment. These are my socialites, and we're in the mix. I have my cocktail. I hope that you have your cocktail. You can call in. You can also comment. Like you can also be a guest. Um, this whole new social media platform has allowed us to be able to invite others in. So if you would like to be a special guest on the Cocktail Social One Friday, by all means, join the socialites, and we will definitely welcome you. Um, continuing on with the whole Nick Cannon, I, I, I still feel like, I think, um, I think they bully, I think they're bullying, you know what I mean? And I think what they use is the fact that they have this, and I honestly believe that he should just align himself with, uh, uh um, you know, um, what is it? Me, uh, black owned media or something weird, so he could take his show and do his own thing. A oh, lot of times, because, because uh, and, and honestly, I, I, I feel like when you do step on the powers to be toes, they do stuff to get rid of you. Yeah, they do. They dig up dirt on you. Mm -hmm. They, you know, they if you call them now, on all of a sudden, that candy bar you stole out the 7 Eleven is per page news. <laughs> When you was nine. <laughs> they got a picture of you snorting coke. Um, you know. <laughs> right. You know, they see you come out of the brothel. <laughs> you know, it's, it, so, yeah, I mean, but again, I think that because of the people that he's working with, he was working with, I don't think it's right. But I think that he should be mindful because he's been working with them for years. And for black people, we feel, if you've been paying attention, this is not something new. Whenever you say something against a Jewish person about a Jewish anything, they will, they we will, let that. me tell we you, they black we lives need to matter much. They need to say about black people then. If you ain't black, don't say shit about a black fucking community. Right. They need to do that then. Because we they talk about the us all day, every day on TV. But the thing is, is that they, beyond just cancel culture, we need that level of unity. Like when exactly. you mess with one of ours, your shit will okay. get shut down. And I and I don't mean I don't mean like a, a crab house or some shit, but I mean your whole industry stops. <laughs> like 
Like this man brought this type of attention to Viacom, yet they're willing to dismiss him and smack him on the hands by making him apologize so he doesn't lose his other jobs. But we need that level of unity. I'm I'm sorry. And it and it has to be more than just cancel culture. You, yeah. Or you being shot down on social media. But I gotta tell you, I feel like I feel like like America was ready to stand up for him because he was he went and he apologized and then he commented that his own people turned against him for apologizing. Well I was just say that. Yeah, yeah, because I feel like we were ready yeah, to rally behind him because the actions of Viacom only further proved the conversation that he and Professor Griff were having. But, but celebrities of that statue, what what comfort do they have? Look what they look what we just did to Colin Kaepernick. The moment that the the sensation was over, we were back to watching fucking football. So we let that man hang on his. But now, own. but now, but now they're trying to bring him back. Now they're trying to bring him back because this whole because the George Floyd thing. Huh? Now, now they're trying to throw him back in the conversation here and there. He's relevant again. Now he's relevant again. But my thing this is, why, been... why is he? Well, like I said, I don't want to keep going down this hole. <laughs> But we have to at some point we gotta get to the bottom of it. I mean, it, yeah. You know. But I mean, like like I said, if I feel like if we all, you know, I mean, just just even even with us, okay, guess what? Six people on this on this feed, mm-hmm. you know, amongst us. Okay, yeah. look at how many people you know. People that you that you really, you know, cool with. I ain't saying that you gotta, you know, hang out with them every day or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you know that there's certain shit that they do. You know what I mean? Use that. And I think that we do it, but I think I think that we are so broken and, and used to people treating us a certain way. Then we you you can't trust nobody. You, you know what I'm saying? You, I think if we we really look like Michael Jackson said, the man in the fucking mirror. <laughs> look at the motherfucker in the mirror and start with you. Once you start with you, you know what I'm saying? It's going to shine on the outside. Just like you said, okay, you started sweeping your gutters, and now people coming out sweeping their damn gutters. Take some pride in your shit. There's no reason why you go down pop the fucking grove at Emerson Avenue. There's so much fucking trash in the goddamn gutter that if they have a good rainstorm, all that shit gonna flood. And there's businesses right there. So my thing is, as a business owner, they should be held accountable for what the fuck they their storefront look like. If you got trash and shit in your gutter, it's part of your job to get that shit up and at least put it in the trash and then that way, the city truck ain't gonna pick all that shit up. But they don't care because that's not that they don't live in that community. Right. What I'm saying is if you start holding them accountable, they still got a business in the city, regardless of the fact. You got a you got a business in the city. That's just like if you're allowing drug dealers to come in your business and sell fucking drugs, yeah. as many of them do. But when you start putting restrictions on their asses too, if you won't have a fucking business in the city, guess what? Make sure your storefront is clean. I'll agree because That's they make part home, of the they, agreement. Make sure that cite, it's clean. They cite homeowners for high grades. So why not cite the government can't do everything for us. We like you said, you gotta do it yourself. Just like you know, it, it does influence other people when you make those type of moves. Just like I went out here and planted a garden. I planted a garden. Now I noticed it's two or three other people that then planted gardens that I know didn't have them last year. You see what I'm saying? Little small shit. Be yourself. Look at yourself and see what it is because everybody got a gift. I don't give a shit. Like, you got some people like, oh, I ain't got no gifts and talents and stuff. 
everybody got one. I don't give a fuck if you got a gift of gab. If you got a gift to sell some shit to somebody, some shit you know they don't fucking need. <laughs> and you can sell it to them, that's a fucking gift. Mm. On me, I got some shit I need to sell. You, fi- you feel me? <laughs> shit. Let me tell you something for sex work. You said, I, for yourself, bitch. I'm about to say, because sex work is a job <laughs> and it gets oh, the bills paid. So, just saying, that's Why wiping his mouth? Hey, you ain't hurt my feelings by calling the <laughs> You said shit, bitch. Free advertisement for me, honey. Let me tell you something. That first apartment was laid and paid for. Mm. (laughs) That's why they call me Jawbone. (laughs) (laughs) Jawbreaker. Moving right along. Great jawbreaker. Moving right along. Um, The next question, Cable. Cause I don't want. I, what, do you remember the questions that you submitted? Um, I remember one. I, I kind of want to lighten it up before we end. So let's get to one of those light questions. Yeah, go ahead. Cause we we because it needs to be handled like Mizell said, like um Nate said. So, but one of the questions, the, one of the good questions was um, what music um what music are you listening to today, and what albums are you looking forward to that's coming out? You know, you know, you know what? I went back to some old shit. I'm I'm listening to Bob Marley. I'm listening to you know like you know the the revolution songs and stuff that he you know that he wrote. You know I'm listening to um, Zap Mama. I listen to some Zap Mama stuff. She kind of got like a, a Afro. I can't even call it, but it's it's a, it's a it's kind of neo soul, but it's kind of got like a little African kind of vibe to it too. Um, matter of fact, she did a song with Erica Badu um, back in I, I forget what year it was, but um, I think it was Bandy Bandy, mm-hmm. and she did that with Zap Mama. So I just been like pulling out old stuff. Like I found a some old CDs and I'm like, oh shit, like I forgot I had these. Like some of them didn't play, but you know, I just pulled some of them out and just started listening to it because I had kind of got gotten away from listening to my music because I lost a lot of music and then it's like, you know, just trying to keep up with it. It's just like, you know what, I play, you know, one of these little, you know, internet streaming sites and listen to music on there or something. But I really miss just having my own music in my own playlist where I was, you know, stuff that I like listening to. Because I listen to old shit. I ain't gonna lie. Anybody else? Um, anybody? I've been watching old episodes, uh, well, not old, but the episodes of Soul Train, the TV series. And so a lot of the artists that were on there, I'm starting to listen to the char- the actual artists that are being portrayed on that TV show. So like, a lot of funk, a lot of disco, a lot of um, that genre of music that was mm-hmm. being represented, older R&B. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, I've been going through those YouTube and then letting YouTube kind of direct me based on right. yeah, the that. Mr. Gilmore. I'm looking forward. 
Drumalicious. Joy Badass and Liana LaHavis. Those are two of the ones I've been kind of on lately. Okay. Hmm. Say that again so that I can, I didn't get. Liana LaHavis. Okay. I know who you're talking about. And uh, Joey Badass. Okay. Joey Badass. <laughs> I have to say, I'm looking forward to this August Alicina album. I want to see what what hurt he go pour out. I wasn't looking forward to him five years ago. I ain't looking forward to him now. Look, I'm gonna be honest, and maybe I was under a rock, but y'all know I'll be, you know, watching a whole lot of TV and different stuff sometimes. But I didn't even know who he was until like recently, like when they brought up this whole scandal situation. I'm I didn't know who he was. Until and you saw the picture. Until you saw the picture. I didn't even see the. That's how far. But I didn't even see the pictures until you after. That we was I know. And so can I say something? Can I say something about that? So when you when I saw this question from Cable, I was thinking you was like, okay, who are you listening to? You know, the last time I brought an album was in the nineties. Me too. No. I like um. When the when the when the, when the um. I think the last album I remember buying was something from Erica Badu or yep. something, and, and I think that's the last. I'm gonna be honest. I've brought, I've, I've purchased, I, I, I purchased all of Erica Badu's music. I purchased all of Jill Scott's music, right? And um, a local artist that I purchased all of their music, and it was from everyone's place. Was Fertile Ground. Um, yeah. I purchased, I support local artists and things of that nature, so I do listen to their music. I think there's a lot of wonderful local talent here. Um, I, I do think that um, as far as mainstream, I don't listen to a lot of the music. Like, I mean, I, I, I like my Megan Thee Stallion, but that's not because of content. That's just because it make you want to twerk. You know, same thing with um, 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 the baby. It make you want to twerk. But in Who's terms baby? of uh, right. the baby, the baby, I like him. I have that, you know, I I listen to his music. It doesn't make sense to me. He's always, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it makes me want to dance. Um, I listen, I recall um Biggie saying that music either has to make you cry or want to dance. And so it, yeah. the, and but the music that makes me want to do that are old school music. So the 90s, yeah. I was listening to let me tell you, I was listening to SWV yesterday. Oh, <laughs> I've been listening to Brandy. I, I, I was listening. Brandy wait a minute, I dragged this one out. I was listening to Monifa. <laughs> oh wow! Oh wow! Her first Monifa. <laughs> yeah, Aaron Hall. Like you right, know what I'm saying? Let right. me tell you, I was listening. To I miss you. Sitting there, <laughs> <laughs> your baby, um, and his feelings. Uh, yeah, and what? I was listening to Ann Quinn. Oh, oh, not Ann Quinn. <laughs> Well, and it wasn't because it wasn't, it was just that it made you think of an era. And it was like, it, it was just, it made me feel good listening to it. So that's the music that I've been listening to. The yeah, music that I've been listening to don't really have too much substance to it. Mm-hmm. To me. It's like, you know, candy. You can listen to it, right. but you don't need to listen Pills, to drugs, it. Pills, drugs, sex. Pills, drugs, sex. <laughs> Sex, drugs, sex, drugs, drugs. That's what it sounds like to me. That's all it is. Feel drugs, sex. Feel drugs, sex. That's a song right there. Feel drugs, sex. Feel drugs, sex. But the funny thing first. is, myself, the crazy thing is, is that as you started singing it, you I started, started dancing. I, you was like, pills, drugs, sex. Pills, drugs, sex. Mm, mm. 
Shield drug sex. 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 We were singing pill blood sex. If y'all hear anybody doing that shit, that's how it be known. It's gonna be out there on the cocktail social first. So you might as well get your lawyers ready. Because it is televised. You know, marijuana's bad because what are you listening to, Cable? I'm um kind of like out of I'm not up, we can't hear you. I guess I'm guess the different one. So I've been listening to like her. I've been listening to a lot of new music. I like the little chill sounds. I've been listening to her. Um, I listen to, of course, you know, I like Brandy's new song and definitely looking forward to her new album. Um, Alanis Morissette got new music out that I absolutely love. Her new album comes out next Friday. I mean, on July the 31st as well. Say um, word. How's that on your face today? Oh, my That's goodness. my girl. I got a Brandy tattoo um, on him right now. We got it's a tramp stamp. He got it on the bottom of his back. I don't have no brandy tattoo. <laughs> he got a brandy tattoo on the bottom of his back. Said, hey, hey, and you know, hey, hey, you know when does Alanis Morissette's album come out? July thirty first. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that because that was a. Good, I love Alanis Morissette. Listen, who did? already um out already, so definitely check them out and um. I like Tanache. I'm definitely a Tanache fan. And one thing I can say about Tanache is she's actually been really working really hard as an artist on um, trying to build her platform. She put out constant music videos. She put out constant music. She's been supporting Black Lives Matter harder than a lot of these female artists I've seen out here. Pictures. She's really been doing a lot. And I think that's why I really appreciate her as an artist because she's just really been giving back to the community while doing her craft. And I just love how she interacts with fans. Um, and I actually surprisingly been listening to a, um, I love every last single song Alicia Keys has put out lately. Okay. And what? yeah, I, yeah. All right. I, I, I was like, what? I, I'm just saying, I love. Are they live or are they recorded? I love. They, I'm sure they. I'm sure they recorded. So first of all, y'all, <laughs> are, like y'all, that, are, y'all are shady. <laughs> Why you saying like, like that, girl? Yeah, so I'm sure. I'm sure. Y'all said, first of all, when you said Alicia Keys, everybody on the platform was like, say, well. <laughs> I mean, I'm not a Alicia, Alicia who? Fan. Don't get me wrong. I'm not a Alicia Keys fan like that, but she does have some good music that I do listen to. And I ain't gonna lie, her music lately, oh. I been I had liked so you know hey now now hearing her sing them live is gonna be a different story but right now recording wise don't do it don't do it I, I love what I hear and so that's what I'm doing now wow I've been listening to a lot of uh Betty Wright I was really Betty White. thoroughly thoroughly impressed on her uh her connection to hip hop and how many people really sampled her music? I knew some of them. Women, 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 women. Did you say Betty White? Betty Wright. Betty Wright. Right. Oh, okay. I said, what in the hell is happening? <laughs> I thought you said Betty White. I was like, okay. <laughs> I didn't know she was so young singing some of those songs and writing. I know some you of those ain't songs. gonna sing that song. 
Right. I think she was like 16 or 17 when she wrote that song. Wow. I, I was just impressed about her business sense. So I started listening to her music based on all the samples that she had. Mm-hmm. But it was she has a great catalog. That's how you know you got some good music when they when they want to use it for something else. And trust me, they've when used a church. lot of the good ones. Yeah, you'd be uh, surprised at who used her, who sampled her, and they were all majorly hip hop artists. Well, we've come to that time, my kittens and caboodles. It is the end of the show. And I, I like I said, it, it, Fridays don't come fast enough. And when they get here, they're gone too soon. Yeah. Um, I look forward to seeing you all next week for another cocktail social for everyone that is joined in. I truly appreciate you joining next week at 7 p.m. where we'll host another cocktail social and we'll be up to our antics as usual. I am your host, Blue Waters. These are my socialites. This is the Exposed Radio and this is the Cocktail Social. See you next week. A good day, sir. A good day. Said a good day. Right, I didn't roll my eyes at you. You know, Marty, you be making up shit. <laughs> <laughs>